Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to the Depth Chart Podcast. Uh, a little late this week. Normally we record on Sundays, but we have prior obligations that we couldn't get out of, and it's uh, Tuesday, I think. Uh, my name is Freddie Maggard. I'm your host. I'm joined by Andy Murray making his uh, reappearance after some some time away. Andy, man, where you been? It's good to have you back. Man, I, I've been on a football sabbatical. I, I've been all over the South watching center football and traveling, so makes it hard on Sundays. Yeah. Nick, you're back. are you back or are you just making a, a special appearance for us? I don't know. We're we're figuring it out as we go. I I still haven't ca- caught up with what day of the week it is. So I'm glad you knew it was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we're we're in uh we're in war mode right now, right? We're, yeah. Um, changing diapers, dodging poop bullets. Uh, yeah. You know, it's 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 a lot of fun right now. Um, but it wasn't very fun Saturday night because I just I was ready to just tur- shut my computer, turn off the TV, and go to bed at ten o'clock and. Still stayed up like a warrior and watched the end of that game and wrote about it, but um, wasn't very fun. Wasn't very fun. No, not not fun at all. Kentucky, um, very disappointing performance. Andy at Knoxville, uh, not did not play complimentary football, and we've dissected this game a million different ways. Uh, from from a former player's perspective, Andy, what was it like for you watching that game and? What's your take on UK's performance coming off a bye week uh, against the number three team in the country? You know, I um, I really had high expectations going into this game just because I felt like, you know, our guys had something to prove um, with the South Carolina loss. Uh, I think they all realized that, you know, we can play much better. And I just felt like, table was set for us. It was a trap game for Tennessee. They got Georgia the, the week after. Um, they're not going to give us any respect. We had every chance in the world to go in there and, and make a big play, and it just didn't happen. I mean, I thought, you know, after the first drive that we scored on, we missed the extra point. I thought, you know, this is playing just right to my script. You know, we're going to run the football. We're going to keep their offense on the sidelines. And then it, from that point forward, we just never looked the same. And it's hard to explained because that drive told me they knew what they wanted to do, but then they just never got back to it. And, uh, you know, that's a tough place to play. There's no doubt. It was loud. Those guys are on, they're they're on the biggest role they've been on in 25 years, but man, that was just hard to watch. Very hard to watch. Offensively, Kentucky's averaging 17 points a game against power five competition, uh, Nick. And it's just been somewhat discombobulated, a little, little messy, a little sloppy, a little wobbly. Um, you know, after watching the, the tape again, I, 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 there has been some criticism of Rich Gangarello, fair. There's also, take it the other way, some unfair because – you know, I was asking myself during the game, why did, why does Kentucky go deep more? Why do, you know, why, why 
just short passes and things of that nature. Then it dawned on me, you know, Will Levis has taken a lot of hits. And maybe that's a product of not being able to block Tennessee's front seven combination. So, I, I you know, looking back, Nick, there was no rhythm to this offense. Um, what what are the fixes in your opinion? I mean, what what I mean, we all have theories, but what are some of the what are some things that Kentucky can fix prior to Saturday at Missouri? Let's start there. The thing is, it's less about losing and only scoring six points against Tennessee, and it's more emblematic of just what you've seen all year long with sloppy play. Right? It just comes in different forms, right? Whether it be a pre-snap penalty, a drop pass, like that sloppy play. It's that's just kind of what we've. Uh, come to know and love from these cats this year, right? There, there's been a lack of consistency, and that's what's been frustrating because this this group should be scoring more points. First things first, maybe just go out of shotgun, right? Do the Joe Burrow thing this year. Instead of dropping him back to pass, shotgun just makes him take longer to get there, right? Like that's one thing you can do. I think another thing that sounds so boring and uh, like when, when they're playing press man, just go at your receiver, try to beat that guy, run a little fade, right? Or, or just something where if they're going to give you a certain look, then let your your players go try to beat them and get a free release and go down and hit him in the back shoulder 15 yards down the field. You mentioned it Monday on the KSR football podcast already, but uh, throwing on first down, it, just to change things up, I think it's imperative. But the, the problem is, is there's a long to-do list on how to fix this offense and you know, I don't know exactly where you start, but I think you can make some minor adjustments to maybe help. But in the grand scheme of things, it, it has just been a big pile of stink the last few weeks. Andy, statistically, Missouri's a better defense than Tennessee. And Kentucky's going on the road to play there at noon, 11 o'clock local. A lot of signs aren't aren't pointing in a good direction for this game. Um one one position group, and for those new to the podcast, Andy Murray is arguably the best fullback in UK history back when teams played with fullbacks. But that, that position you played, Andy, and tied in, I thought uh, if we're going to find some positives out of this, is Jordan Dingle and Josh Caddis played very, very good. And that's a bright sign for for this team is those two young tight end slash fullbacks. Uh, what did you see of them? And then what, what's your take on this Kentucky offense through eight through nine, eight, uh, eight, eight games? Well, I, I, I do love the tight end play. Um, my only concern with what I saw Saturday night is there was too many times it seemed like we would be third and long or behind the chains. And we're trying to get those guys in, you know, corner, you know, say it's third and eight, third and nine. We're trying to get the tight ends in these corner routes. And the only chance you have, in my opinion, of getting a third and eight or a third and nine conversion is some kind of quick hit, you know, five-yard slant to a quick receiver. To, to run a, a post route or a corner route with a tight end, um, when it's got to be a quick bang-bang type play, I just don't think, and I felt like I saw that all night. They would be in 13 personnel. And they're trying to run this stuff. And, and then the, the commentators, Herb Street and those guys were saying, well, 13 personnel is a huge NFL set. And and the average guy watching the game doesn't have any idea what 12, 12 personnel, 13 personnel, and all this kind of stuff is. 
But if you watch the NFL games yesterday, they get in that 13 personnel all the time, but then they got a fast, uh, they got a, a one-on-one um, uh, issue with a DB that they got a receiver that can beat across the field or they can beat him down the field or whatever. And the NFL takes advantage of that all day. I didn't see us try to do that. Never once did I see us get our speed in the game. They never tried to take advantage of any of our speed guys Saturday night. And I just don't understand why not. It's baffling to me that we didn't take advantage of any of the speed on our team. And they tried to do it via screen pass, but could see it coming. Has Kentucky ran a jet sweep this year besides that first down run that Isaiah Cummings did? And that wasn't even to the fast guy. Can we can we just run a jet sweep to Barry on Brown? Actually, he did it once. It was a South Carolina game, and he went about 20 yards backwards. <laughs> well, and that's, that's, that, that right there is game planning. You know, you're running a jet sweep with Isaiah Cummings. Not only is he the biggest guy in the backfield, everybody and their brother can see him coming. He's not the fastest guy on the team, and you're running jet sweep in the Southeastern Conference. You know, I mean – it's just the, the planning and the game plan which just became a head-scratcher the longer you watch this football game. And that, that was the most frustrating. And I, this is the first really game this year that I was able to just sit and watch every snap because I had the time oh. to do it. I wasn't traveling. And it was just more and more over and over and over did I just see, like, it's almost like he called that play going, oh, I didn't realize Isaiah, Isaiah Cummings was in, in the game at slot. You know, it's like – there was just no rhyme or reason to anything we did on offense outside of the one scoring drive. I mean, everything else just kind of fell apart. Andy, it reminded me of of Claiborne's offense a little bit. Run on first yeah. down, run on second down. If it's not there, then you're third and eight, and you know you're you're against. I the was ball just there. wondering why that why why did we have so many different limits on our offense and and handcuffs on us. After two weeks of preparation, they they had to have found some tendency in that defense that we could attack, and and not once did you feel like we were taking advantage of any of Tennessee's weakness. I mean, they were the worst pass defense in the league, or one of the worst going into that ball game, and we didn't expose anything, not one thing, and that just that's you, a head scratcher. I tell you, Tennessee, a tendency that Tennessee. Had that's a tough thing to say. Tennessee tendency. Yeah, was heavy pressure coming downhill on first down from that defense. That's why Tennessee was only allowing ninety rush yards per game, is because with an offense like that, Tennessee plays complementary football. They can take chances and and roll the dice, play man coverage, press them up there, bring the linebackers downhill to stop the run, to put Kentucky in, in pure passing situations, which happened. Uh, that was the tendency, and and seems as if you know we ran into the boundary right into that twice in the red zone. It's just yeah, I, I, can 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 it be fixed in four weeks? Can this thing can this thing start uh, producing points? Can Kentucky get back to a little bit of the exciting play we saw early in the season? Even though Kentucky has not scored over thirty one points in two thousand twenty two, Nick, can can this thing be fixed? Uh. The hard part is, is who you got to try to fix it against, right? Um, I mean, you can score points against Vanderbilt, but the other three teams, 
they're going to put pressure on you. I know some of it was fluky, but Louisville forced 17 turnovers in the third quarter, something like that, right? Like they're, they're, they're blitzing their brains out to try to get at opponents. And that can work against this Kentucky team, right? Like that can work. Missouri's front line is good. They're going to get pressure at you. It's going to be hard to run the football against this team. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think some of what it needs to be, Freddie, is at least early on in the year, like you, you could see just get a couple first downs, right? Like you can't go three and out and two out of your first three possessions against Tennessee. And they weren't even moving the chain. You got to be able to move the chain some against these teams. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, hold my breath for Georgia, but you got to be able to get some first downs to at least give this offense some advantageous uh, field position, because if they get the ball, you know, you get a good return, right? You can get some short fields. Uh, I saw a stat where Kentucky, I think, um, averages 117th in starting field position, I want to say. Uh, I'm pulling it up really quickly. Yeah, it is uh, 97th in net field position. They're ranked nationally right now. That can't th- – that can change. That can change with either turnovers, improved special teams play in the return game, or just getting a couple first downs. If you can improve that, then you're going to get another two scores a game or something like that. So I think it can be done, but I, I'm not holding my breath because, um, Andy, I'm, I'm officially nervous about this Missouri game. Going into that sleepy Como at 11 a.m. on a cloudy, gray sky Saturday morning, like it just uh, – Drink no, I, like I, right I, in the mud, man, and they, it's going to get. I, I hate our I hate our spot right now. I just I just hate it. But you know, I think if you if you look back at Tennessee's offense, yes, they have speed. Yes, they've got a very talented quarterback. But their offense is not complex, and they only play half the field. I think, you know, you hear that this NFL offense, NFL offense. Well, the NFL offenses. I don't know if you've ever heard an NFL play called. It is. I mean, it's a dictionary of vocabulary. And it takes five minutes to call play. It's like they need to simplify this thing for this kid. I mean, he's got a, a world of talent. Cut the field in half for him. That, if you watch Tennessee, I mean, their quarterback had two reads. He was, I mean, it, it was like the play, the busted plays that we, our coverages. I mean, those were grade school offensive plays. They ran a slant and a wheel. <laughs> you teach a grade school quarterback if they jump the slant, throw the wheel. If they jump the wheel, throw the slant. I mean, there's not enough guys over there to defend it unless you have a, a, a one-on-one matchup or a man matchup. They've got to simplify it for Levis. I think he's he's holding it too long. And, and when you do see some of the throws he's making, he's throwing them into double and triple coverage. It's like get the kid, give the kid a chance to have some success. And I just felt like every time he threw the football the other night, it was to the wrong guy. I mean, the read was incorrect. His key was incorrect. That you know they had, he probably had three and four options on most of those plays, which I don't care how good a quarterback you are. Watch the NFL; those guys they can't make four reads. There's only about five guys in the NFL that can make five reads in a in a passing tree. I mean, simplify the game for the guy. I mean, he's got a ton of talent and and give him some confidence. And this is the perfect team to get him some confidence. It's not the mental block. It's not a Georgia. It's not an LSU. It's a Missouri. They hate us. They're like playing Indiana. I mean. Go out there and have some guts. Simplify it for the kid. Let him have some success. Get our running game going, and we'll be fine. But if we if we run this complicated 
it's got to be it. It's got to be this kid is thinking way too much. Let him be a football player. Let him throw the football. Well, it's it's got to get fixed quickly uh, because, like you, Nick, I'm I'm not uh, this this game has got me very worried. Let's move to the Kentucky defense. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier. Andy did two two touchdowns were due to busted coverages. Uh, yes, Tennessee does that to teams. Uh, did it to Bama, did it to Kentucky on a, on a wheel route, which is, you know, football one-on-one. But, uh, you know, with Ty Asian out, there was some moving around in positions in the secondary. And here's a picture uh, of the pre-snap here. And, for example, when I when we talk about, okay, Hendon Hooker's got a running back in, in, the, in the backfield with him, look how far the receivers are split. You got one, two – on the upside, you got two receivers past the numbers. Then you got one receiver on the bottom of your screen past the numbers. That's the wide receiver splits that we talked about all week. And see how spread out Kentucky is defensively. But but look at the box. Count count the white jerseys in the box. One, two, three, and maybe a half if you count the linebacker there. The situation of the game dictated that. Uh, this is a this is a late. Uh, uh, you know, Tennessee's going to have to throw the football here with 26 seconds left at second and six. But uh, then the route, it, it can, you got a picture of the route. It's a wheel route up top. And there's the, uh, the, the streaking receiver on the sideline is wide open. And that is a touchdown, Tennessee. There you go. You see the top defender in your left in the middle of the screen bit on the slant or the inside route. Uh, so you have one, two, three, triangle on the inside. Nobody's home on the outside touchdown, Tennessee. Football happens, even though you practiced that all week. You, you've seen it. That's the best receiver Tennessee has. Okay, an offense that good, the best offense in America, you're going to get a couple like that, no matter if it's Ohio State or Tennessee. My thing is, Andy, that that defense started five possessions inside of Kentucky territory. So – for me, and I've watched the game two or three times now, it's hard to evaluate how the defense played because they were put in terrible positions due to the lack of complimentary football from the offense and special teams. So, Nick, after you've watched it again, I'm sure, what's your take on the Kentucky defense? I see, you got uh, – that's a better picture, Stephen. We didn't have that earlier. Go back to the – that's Carrington Valentine coming off the hash as a safety, right? He normally plays corner. So he, he's, he's in a new position, and he comes off the hash there a little bit late, gets lost in the wheel route touchdown. So after you watched it, Nick, talk about this Kentucky defense. Uh, they, they probably should have given up 60. Um, I mean, you got to commend them for holding them under 50 after the way – after they, the hand they were dealt. Um, Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Actually, like the the way they were able to tackle in the open field shows me they're sound. Um, they got after Hooker a little bit. 
the the miss there was a couple missed tackles that were unfortunate right like you had that goal to go situation on fourth down um where you know you you thought they were going to be able to make a play um i wanted stoops to take a timeout when tennessee went tempo at midfield on fourth and goal or or, or not fourth and goal but fourth and inches there, there's like some situational stuff that aggravated me but for the most part I like what Kentucky's defense has been up until this point in the season, particularly with the way they've dealt with injuries. Uh, Kentucky's two starting inside linebackers are going to be out against Missouri. Jacquez Jones, DeAndre Square. Ty Asian missed a lot of that last game. You haven't had Jalen Geiger all year. You haven't had Vito Tisdale all year. You, you've been down some guys, but the cornerbacks have played well in open space. And after that first quarter, you know, they had the, the coverage bust to Jalen Hyatt, but I was like, I mean, they're forcing Tennessee to take 15 plays to score. That's that's the way you beat them. You you make them do that. Um, they made, on their third possession, they made them go long another time too. Like they were doing all the right things, but they didn't get a lot of help. So I'm not. Uh, I, I I think I I worry just mentally um, how much longer they can do it. That that that's really what it is for me because I'm sure Andy, this happened all the time when you were playing. Um, where one your one side of the ball was just dominating, but the defense couldn't get any stops, and you were getting mad at the defense because they weren't getting the job done. I'm being facetious, but but that the offense defense button heads can be a real thing, and if they aren't getting much help, and this turns into a you know like the the 2018 game down in Missouri, right, where Kentucky had what three points in the first 35 minutes of that game or first. 45 minutes of that game until Lynn Bowden got a return touchdown with five minutes to go. Like the defense was playing perfect football, right? They were 15 straight three and outs by that Missouri offense and the Kentucky offense wasn't helping them. None. I can see some friction building up there. Um, kind of like watching my Pittsburgh Steelers uh, right now, where it's just, what are you doing there? Offense? You got it. You got to help them some. That's, you know, it, it, it's hard to, like, reflect back on our playing days. But, for one, I don't remember getting our, our doors blown off. I mean, we were always, you know, we didn't do a lot of finger pointing and all that kind of stuff. It was just a – I think the style of football was very different. In this situation right now, I really thought we would hold serve. And that's all we had to do. I mean, if you think about Saturday night, if we just hold serve and we score 28 points, Think of what a different ball game it is long-term in that game. We just could not hold – we could not make a first down. I mean, the defense, I thought, was serviceable. I mean, they had two busted coverages. I mean, that team's going to make everybody bust coverages. And it's really – it's the speed of that game. I mean, it's a fast-break offense. You, you know, you take one wrong step, you're going to get toasted. I mean, that's just how Tennessee's offense works. It's it, – you know, it's very talented, but the pace of that offense – is very difficult. But I thought at times our defense was serviceable. I mean, I thought we could win the football game with the way they were playing in stretches of that game. Our offense couldn't make a first down. And, you know, and the field position. I mean, we never flipped the field. You know, it, it's, um, you know, who? It, it just, there's so many different things about this right now where we stand as a team um, and that offense not being able to make first downs. 
And the defense, again, they when you're put in positions that they were put in field position wise, you know, it that touchdown at the end of the first half should have they should have never gotten the ball. I mean, nope. the, the clock management at the end of the half was I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I heard Make Stoops, a first down and go to the locker room. I heard Stoops you know, talk he talked about that last night on his uh, radio show. I don't know if y'all got to hear that. He said Think of what a different ball game it is if they don't score it going into half. Yeah, he he said that. He says, uh, did, Nick, did you listen to it? I I did not. I was uh I was eating candy. He said something to the fact that that was on him to not ensure that Rich uh, did not throw the football on first down in that drive, and they go out of bounds. He said that was on him, but you. I, it, 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 it was almost like I should have, you know, I shouldn't have to tell my offensive coordinator this. No, you but I should, have yeah, but I should have kind of, kind of vibe <laughs> I got from that that take. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, I, after looking at the game, I mean, it called me crazy, and many do. I thought the defense played good enough to win the game. I really did. They, played, they, they I, absolutely. I mean, they battled. Well just think about how they battled, man. I mean, you're giving the number one offense in the country, averaging 50 points, 570 yards. Uh, a game running 2.8 plays per minute, the football inside your territories in five drives. That that's that's not complimentary football. Offense, Andy, 15% on third down. All Fair along, way. this game was going to be about extending possessions, high percentages. You know, in in the broadcast, Herb Street kept saying that Mark Stoops told him they had to be great on third down, 15% on third down. Ball game. Ball game's over. And then special teams had three catastrophic plays, nearly three, two and a half. Had a block PAT, which I thought just crushed the momentum in that game. It did for me as a, as a viewer. And then the uh, almost punt blocked at, what, 18-yard punt or something that was a result. It was crazy, something short like that. Uh, they got returned. And then uh, – What's the other one? I'm, I'm, I've drawn a blank. Had three specialty. What? Too many. I mean, too many. This year's yeah. been full of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, just... and you talk about you talk about deflating. You, you can say what you want about defense and being on the field all day, but there's nothing more deflating than missing an extra point after yes. you've just busted your butt to score and keep pace and get an extra. I mean, how many times do you see an extra point get blocked? It is so few and far between. I mean, there was a couple t- times yesterday in the NFL games that you saw some, you know, miscues on extra points. But it's like you talk about deflating, man. I mean, you're you're going to the sideline now, down seven six, and your and your offense just took it down the field. That was like a fifteen or seventeen play drive, fantastic drive, and you can't finish the extra point. Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. Not and it, does it deflate your defense, it deflates your offensive line, it deflates your receivers, it deflates Levis, it deflates everybody. Fix yeah, it. again, going back to the defense, I mean, <laughs> giving up, what, 44 points and saying that they played good enough to win, but that that punt return resulted in Tennessee starting at the U.K. 12-yard line. There's not a what, defense what in America. What was the difference in Tennessee's defense and Mississippi State's defense, other than a home crowd? Um. I mean, Mississippi State's defense is more opportunistic than them. Yeah, I, I think I mean, the run, run defense is is yeah. 
Tennessee's run defense was a strength. I mean, they're top ten in the country, I think, or were, probably still is. Uh, but other than that, you know, pretty similar. But I think Kentucky, Missouri's better than both of them defensively. And that's what the Cats are getting ready to face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's worrisome, but uh, one way that I'm not going to be too worried, Freddie, is I, I'm going to be looking good in my KLW belt. Yeah. I, I know you'll be looking good as well. You'll be feeling good, look good, feel good, play good, pay good. Uh, the Kentucky football team, they should invest in some KLW belts. It's, it's not uh, an expensive investment either when you visit klwbelts.com. And use the promo code depth chart. They will take care of you with free shipping on all web orders for their genuine leather belts. Outstanding products. Uh, I like the uh, the leather keychain too, Freddie. My, I, I, I know I'm getting older because my keychain's getting bigger, but I love the leather <laughs> keychain. It's easy to hold on to. Uh, throw it on the magnet on the fridge. I'm ready to rock and roll with KLW belts. You can also order them by giving them a call at 859 509. 7816. No synthetics, padding, or backing. Just solid leather at KLW Belts, a Kentucky proud product. Andy, Nick, and I are going to have a bunch more chances to do this, but you're not um, in this arena. What happened Saturday in Missouri? Um, you know what? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, Stoops has been backed into a corner a few times, and he's come out swinging. And, you know, the last time we went over there, we got beat. um, But we had just beaten Tennessee. You know, I think these guys do play um, better with their back against the wall for some reason. Um, I think they coach better. Um, But that – I think they'll be ready for Missouri. I, You know, I've been a little ticked off all weekend and all day yesterday. But, you know, Stoops does. Uh, come out punching when he's backed in the corner. He's done it numerous times. Um, you know, I just he did it I, once already this year. In Mississippi he's State, done it, right? yeah. And it, it's you know, and, he, and he's got good leadership on that team. That's you know, it's not like he's got a bunch of guys. He's constantly uh, having to corral and and get you know get motivated. He's got a great group of leaders on that team, and um, hopefully they come out swinging. I mean, that's what it's going to take. You know, and then uh, move on from there. But it's a it's a one game season, in my opinion. I mean, I, they they don't have to worry about anything else right now. They got to go play one football game if they want to keep their season on track to have a you know a fairly decent outcome. Nick, what's your first take on Missouri here? It's going to be an ugly game, and I worry that Kentucky is going to make a costly mistake an inopportune moment that gives him a short field and hands a bad offense, easy points. Because this offense stinks, right? It's not great. Luther Burden, they, like, they have a couple guys that will make big plays. I watched most of that Georgia game, and that's really the only way that they, they just had big plays with Burden and their running back, and that put him in position to win that football game. 
uh, up until they they had a false start on the goal line, had to kick a field goal instead of score a touchdown, and then Georgia got some favorable calls down the stretch. But I just I, I think this defense is going to keep them around for a while. But I just don't know. I I don't have enough trust in this offense and this special teams to to be able to deliver a win. So I'm I'm very worried that the wheels might fall off Saturday. Um, but maybe I, I'm overreacting to the Tennessee loss. I, I hope that's what it is because um, you you can get right in these final four games of the season, but you got to win. You know, it, it, you got to score points to win football games. Concern I have one of many that we'll discuss this week. This this is a game that could come down to field goals, and their one, kicker stinks too, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I just you know that that kicking team, the whole operation, not just Matt Ruffalo, but yeah. snap, hold, kick, block, uh, you know, because there's enough to go around on all of them. This is a game that could come down to field goals, and that's just something that you know Kentucky's not very good at right now. So we'll see. Well, hey. gentlemen, thank you, Andy. Closing words: We got to beat Kentucky. We got to quit beating our damn self. I mean. Give ourselves a chance. Quit beating ourselves. I mean, we gotta quit deflating and stupid plays. I mean, it's just we gotta have a clean game. We play a clean football game, we'll run those guys out of there. But if we go in there and play sloppy like we've been playing, man, it's gonna be ugly. I just play clean. Simplify the the system for Levis. Give him half the field and let him sling it around and uh, make those guys play on their heels a little bit. If we if we go in there and do what we've been doing, man, they're going to tee off on us and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be a it's going to be a a really deflating day for this program that's put so much time and effort into 10 years. So just don't beat Kentucky. That's all I got to say. Just don't let them beat us. Nick, closing mm-hmm. arguments and and first of all, Andy made me aware of something before the show. That your diesel coats are uh, aren't having a good year. Did not know that. The year's already over. Everybody makes the playoffs except us, right? Like it's, oh, wow. it's how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. They had a couple of close calls, but it's you know it was a rebuilding year. They played a lot of freshmen, so yeah. And the freshmen won some decent games, but yeah, it was it's a rebuilding year at best. Not yeah. not great for the Colts. So hey, we'll be back though. Hey, basketball though, very good basketball team. Got some college recruits, so well, are we gonna make some football school, basketball school jokes? I'm I'm all here for it. Hey, uh, my Simon Kenton Pioneers have got a doozy in week two. They'll get through week one fine. They got a doozy in week two. The trendy Shamrocks are coming. Oh, well, come on. Hey, Listen, hey, they the time they beat, is now. They beat a good Woodford County team. Woodford County's good, and uh, that yeah, was a big win. That was a that's that's a. That's the best win they've had in a couple yeah. of years, um, and they've struggled the last couple of years. But they've got they got a kid playing quarterback that's the real deal. They got a solid, solid running back, and they got a couple of great linebackers. And in high school football, it don't take a whole lot more than that. So yeah, got, this is year to get the rocks. You know, the Trinity's struggled a little bit, um, so it'd be a big, big time up here. They they're not looking past week one, but. It's it's a big two weeks. Around I, I think I I think I've I saw the best team in Kentucky play on Friday with Frederick Douglass. They're loaded. Man, 
They are that loaded. Was a shocking result. Yeah. Yeah. They're just loaded everywhere. And uh, they beat Bull County 37 6, something of that nature. Wow. Yeah. So, but I will be in Taylorsville Friday night for the Kroger KSR game of the week. Shout out to Shelby County. Shelby County at Spencer County. How about that? That, uh, that game. You've never been there before. So it's, it's another new city. It's produced some fun. Uh, Fun rivalry, like kind of moments, but because both both of those schools have had their ups and downs. That's a good district right there between them and like Franklin County, Shelby County. That that, that should be a good ball game, Freddie. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening. We ask that you'll subscribe, like us, and all that stuff. Andy, thanks for coming back. It's good to see you again, my friend. <laughs> it's good to be back. I'm I'm uh, ready for the home stretch here. Hope hope the cats can get it uh, turned back around. We can. We can still win some football games, and we can still play for something on Thanksgiving weekend against the, the Cardinals. And um, we just got to get we just got to get it back on the tracks, man. This weekend's big; it's huge. Nick, we can extend this out a little bit if we if we've gotten you out of daddy duties here for the last thirty five <laughs> minutes. We can go a little longer if you want if you want us to. Hey, my my agenda is uh, it stays full, so don't yeah. you worry. I, I'll find a way to stay busy, Freddie. All right, but we all want Kentucky to get back on track. We want to see some more offense, more scoring. We'll see how that's going to work out because Mark Stoops kind of put his put his uh, drew a line in the sand per se, and said he needs to see some improvement. And everybody's being evaluated, every player, every coach. So uh, we'll get more into South, uh, into Missouri as the week comes along. But thank you for uh, being with us, and have a great week. Appreciate it. See you. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.